Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. A very warm welcome into On The Pace on this Monday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. And with that, a welcome to Tab Eureka Week as well the world's richest harness race to Tab Court Park Menangle this Saturday evening. $2.1 million on offer. The best of the best three- and four-year-olds from around Australia are descending uh, to take each other on for what is going to be some sort of contest. The barrier draw reveal will be conducted on Wednesday morning on Sky Racing 1 at 9.30, and then we'll have a much clearer picture on how this race is going to shake out. Leap to Fame is currently... A very short price favourite, odds on with Tab over Catch a Wave and the Lost Storm, the first of the three-year-olds in the market on the third line of betting. We're going to have a chat this morning to uh, a few of the young gentlemen doing really good things in harness racing here in New South Wales, one of which has a Tab Eureka drive on Saturday night, Cam Hart. will also touch base with Will Rickson with the look ahead to Newcastle the start this afternoon and uh, Bailey McDonough also a relatively new name in form guides here in New South Wales has some key drives tomorrow at Menangle. So that's how this morning's show will look. And Cam Hart is our first guest. Cam, as I said off the top of the show, I guess a welcome to everyone to Tab Eureka Week. But for yourself, it must be so exciting that this race that's been on the agenda for quite some time now is here and uh, that you also have a part to play in it. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Britt. Yeah, it's certainly an exciting week for everyone in harness racing, for sure. And, um, yeah, obviously the build-up to the Eureka, it's uh, starting to really build up this week, obviously. Um, yeah, it's been a long time coming. Obviously been 12 months or so since uh, the race got announced. But, yeah, just cannot wait. It's going to be a great week and we'll have it all covered for you here on Sky Sports Radio. Cam, you had a little breather at the start of the month, but you're back in force. It must be a nice feeling to be able to go away, have a reset and still come back and, uh, you know, continue as you left off with some great support from trainers. Yeah, for sure. It's um, always nice to get away and have a freshen up. And obviously with this big race coming up, it's probably an ideal preparation. But uh, yeah, definitely can't thank the trainers enough for being able to jump straight back into it and uh, yeah, the last couple of weeks has been good. Um, yeah, good support from the trainers and good results. So yeah, it's nice to be um, coming uh, coming into some good form into a big race. You're able to steer home three on Saturday night. I wanted to touch on them as well because they're all, I guess, of interest. You started the night with Bubba Scrub in the opener, and uh, I guess you had the choice or at least early on with my ultimate Chevron in the race, he came out and I guess that changed the, the whole complexion of the race as, as a whole. And once you found the front on Bubba Scrub, he didn't win by a big margin, but he still seemed to always sort of just be holding a margin. Yeah, he went really well. And uh, yeah, I was pretty confident once I got to the front that he'd take a fair bit of running down. I don't think he'd been beaten in front before. So yeah, it was a really good run. And uh, obviously He'd had good form in Queensland and some nice races and it's nice for him to bring it down to New South Wales and perform well. The second of your wins was aboard Hi, My Name is Jeff. And whenever you can break 150 at Menangle, it's a, a special performance. But 48-9 on a, on a Saturday night, still in winter at Menangle, uh, that's something that you don't see very often. Yeah, for sure. He's such a talented horse and... Uh, obviously, his first up for Jason. He gave me a really good feel. He's a big, powerful horse, and 
yeah, like you said, when it's a bit of a chilly night for him to be able to run a mile like that, it was um, yeah, pretty exciting effort. 26-6, down the back and still able to get home in 27-2. and two. And, Kim, I guess it sounds a bit ridiculous to say, but he didn't even really look extended. Yeah, no, he's done it quite comfortable. So, um, yeah, he's definitely got a bright future and hopefully he can get a run in the Lensmith on Saturday and, uh, yeah, we might even be able to go a little bit quicker. All right, so that's the immediate plan for Hi, my name is Jeff. That Lensmith Mile on Saturday night, a $150,000 feature. We'll have more on that later today. And my sweet Sabrina, this is a, a pretty progressive mare. We spoke to Jake Stockton a few weeks ago after her last win, but she stepped up again. And I'd say the more Menangle racing this mare does, the better she's going to get. Yeah, for sure, Britt. Um, yeah, she's a really talented mare. And um, obviously, she's just making her way through the grades at the moment, but I think she'll definitely be an open-class mare. Um, she's obviously getting better and better with the experience racing here at Menangle, and she seems quite strong. I was really happy with her effort when uh, Luke Forth got to her outside on Saturday, and she was able to draw away from it up the straight. All right, so that was last Saturday night. This Saturday, uh, we'll have fields through for the majority of the card this afternoon. Breeders' Challenge Blue Finals at Lensmith Mile. Uh, the Tabureka through on Wednesday. The Stockade is also another feature. So I guess we have to touch on my ultimate. Ronnie, what was your assessment of his run on Saturday night? He loomed about midway down the stretch. Yeah, he did loom. He, I was really happy the way he moved off the helmet at about the 4.50 uh, when I pulled him out. But just got a little tired the last 100. Uh, obviously being first up over 2300 probably took its toll but i think yeah i expect him to be a lot better this week um now he's got a trial and a run under his belt and uh yeah we're just gonna hope for a probably a middle of the road draw and um, go from there he had that preparation in queensland where he had a a few runs and despite running into some minor placings i don't think he was quite at his best but he had that trial uh going back to close to a fortnight ago now prior to Saturday night's run. Do you think those two efforts are enough to have him spot on for this Saturday night as he's going to need to be? Yeah, I think so. And I think just racing the week before um, is probably going to really tighten him up, uh, especially being that 2300 and it was pretty solidly run. So, yeah, I think um, that should really tighten him up this this week and, um, yeah, it should be spot on for Saturday. I guess the dynamic of the race has changed a little over the last few weeks with another three-year-old joining in and also the four-year-old mare. So the best that he can draw on uh, for this Saturday night is barrier number four, Cam, my ultimate Ronnie, and that would probably be a perfect draw at that 2,400-metre starting point. Yeah, definitely. I think anything that draws probably four, five, six, seven is going to have a big advantage coming out of the gate with this uh, mile-and-a-half start here at Menangle. Uh, You sort of get a slingshot off the bend uh, to, to the starting point. So, yeah, for sure, he's he's got a bit of early pace. And uh, with that slingshot, you, know, you never know. You could find yourself in a really good position early. Leap to fame has been uh, the long-time favourite for this race. You've seen a lot of him. Is it fair that everybody's, uh, I guess, siding with him as a horse to beat? We know Catch a Wave, Captain Ravishing, uh, the Lost Storm are also horses that have great CVs. But you've seen a lot of Leap to fame. Is the hype real? Oh, definitely. The hype's real. He's probably as good a horse as I've ever seen. Um, you know, I'll probably put him up against Lazarus, um, probably a similar type of horse. So he's definitely a superstar and he's uh, rightfully the favourite for this race. I think um, taking nothing away from Catch a Wave, he's a superstar as well, obviously. His Miracle Mile win was huge and um, he's obviously got that really quick early pace that he can 
put himself maybe in front of Leap to Fame and um, they're obviously going to make a good race of it. Yeah, it's going to be really intriguing and particularly where catch away mm. draws I think is uh, going to, to, to play another part in how this race map out. But my ultimate Ronnie uh, back at the races last Saturday night, in fact, the only horse in the Tabureka to race seven days out from the feature and he never runs a bad race at this top level. So we know that much the same can be expected from him on Saturday night. Cam, enjoy the build up to this world's richest harness race and best of luck with the barrier draw. And of course, there on Saturday night, you've won plenty of big races over the last few years and this would be something else, I'm sure. Enjoy the experience. Thanks, Brett. I appreciate it. Just spoken to Cam Hart. Now it's time to speak with Will Rickson around his chances, not only today at Newcastle, where the first race gets underway at one seventeen, but also Menangle tomorrow. Good morning, Will. How are you? Good, thanks, Brett. How are you? Very well, thanks. We've got plenty of drives over the next few days to discuss, so let's get stuck straight in. Race number one today at Newcastle. You're aboard Feeling Lucky, who in a really even race... He doesn't look the worst of chances. You don't have a great draw, but you've driven her quite a little bit over the last season or so, the most recent of which was going back to uh, early July. She's fresh coming into this. We haven't seen her for the best part of a month, and the draw looks a little sticky, but not the strongest race on today's card. No, that's right. She's probably in you know, her sort of grade, so um, I expect to be competitive. Um, and we might just need a nice little trip to get her into the race, but um, wouldn't shock me if she uh, run into a bit of money. All right, that's race number one today at Newcastle. Feeling lucky. Over to race number two, and Code Blue is your drive here. I can't see you driving this guy before, but uh, he was a winner a few starts ago. Follows out to infinity and beyond, which should give you a good trip. You're going to get a conservative trip anyway on the peg line. Yeah, the, the one horse does leave the gate quite quite quick normally. So, um, you know, I expect her to follow it through and don't know too much about the horse, but um, should probably get the right trip from that draw. It's definitely not the worst draw, so just follow the one through and, and hope for a couple of splits late. All right, that's race number two, number nine, Code Blue. Race number three, Glenn Frankie has a pretty ordinary draw here. He's just won the one race from his 42 career starts, but he's pretty consistent. You were aboard a few starts ago uh, when he was able to get a nice fence trip and he ran into the first half of the field, but today it looks tough from that gate. Yeah, he, his overall record isn't great, but he's actually run um, some, some pretty good races. He hasn't been... So he's sort of got into races where it's been a bit tough for him after he won that he's made. And so um, he's definitely back and great in this race today. And I, I feel like there's good speed in this race. So um, I'll probably just take him back at the start and, and um, sort of use him for his speed late. But if, the, if they do go a quick first half, it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he could finish over the top of them. All right, that's race three, horse number six, Glenn Frankie. We move over to race number five, Ideal Mondo, a last start winner. By the looks of things, again, at your first steer aboard this guy, but whenever you're able to jump on a, a last start winner, it's no doubt a bit of a confidence boost. Yeah, that's right. It, it wasn't in quick time, but um, he was well driven to win. And, um, you know, Pete Hedges, the trainer, does a really good job. So um, he might... You know, he's got good gate speed, so hopefully we can sort of slingshot out of the gate and, and get him in the best position as possible. But, um, yeah, hoping for a forward showing. 
All right, that's race number five. So Ideal Mondo heading forward from the four gate. And in race number seven, your final steer on today's card, Major Doodle goes around here, fourth up from a break. Uh, wasn't too far away last time out, didn't have a great deal of luck. You've driven this horse once in the past. Uh, what, it, what do you make of the draw? It looks potentially sticky on paper, the five. Yeah, prob- possibly. I'll probably, um, you know, probably want to have a bit of cover somewhere, but so if you if you go back from there, you're a long way back. So we probably got to try and get a forward spot. Um, he was a little bit sort of got held up at a crucial stage uh, last week. So um, you know he's had a couple ones back now too. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he could run into the money as well. Just might need that that right run. All right, that's your drive today in Newcastle. A few tricky draws to overcome, but they all look decent enough hopes if some fortune comes their way. Tomorrow, Menangle looks potentially a little brighter in terms of prospects. You start off in the opener with Flash Kaya Valley. This horse has been beaten margins at his last two, but he's probably racing better than the numbers look. Yeah, it's definitely a different different race tomorrow. You know, his last... Last week they went 55 in the higher grade and it was quite a strong race where he's, he's dropping in class and, and up in distance, which probably suits him as well. So, um, yeah, he's a good way chance in that race. You no doubt have a little more of a look into the, the mapping and the race itself soon, but from that wide barrier draw down in grade, do you think it's a, a race that he can push forward in and try to make a bit of his own luck? Yeah. I think they tried. They they've tried that once before on him over the over the distance, and he just was a little bit disappointing when when I was away. They he led over the twenty three hundred and didn't sort of race up the standard. And another time I led on him, he just wasn't quite as sharp. So I'd say I'll probably just stick to his racing pattern and take him back at the start, and, and sort of hope that they can run a bit of a lead time and he can get a bit of a trail into the race. All right, that's race number one tomorrow. Menangle kicking off at one thirty-three. War Club in race number four. Ever consistent, this guy never runs a, a bad race and was in the winner's circle on a few occasions earlier this year. Has probably not managed to find the right race since then. Copped a flat tyre last time out, though, so there may have been some excuses for his defence despite finding the front. Yeah, he's a, he's a better leader, Brit, and, you know, he doesn't look as though he's going to get that, that position tomorrow, but... He, he was racing quite well, but he did hit his hit his grade a little bit. So um, I'll be driving conservatively tomorrow from the draw, and um, hopefully he can run into to some you know some place money. All right, race four tomorrow, War Club. I think this uh, filly is one that could go on and do quite a good job that you partner up with in race number six tomorrow, Modern Miley. Her record's pretty sharp, and uh, I would assume that you have not a bad opinion of her going forward. Yeah, I think she's above average. She's definitely got a sort of something there. She's um, a little bit of a immature filly to drive. She sort of switches on and off quite easily, and she she loses con- concentration at um, some points of the race. But um, when she knuckles down, she's run some really good races before. She's run second in the race Memorial and and run some good times in other races. So um, I think the more the more racing she does at an angle, the better she's going to be for it. And Hopefully these couple of runs at Menangle will sharpen her up for the upcoming Breeders' Challenge series and um, she's not without a chance tomorrow in that race either. 
Twilight Bonnie will be a short price favourite from the Brad Hewitt stable, who's won three from three. But uh, it's also a step up for that filly, and she comes to Menangle for the first time. Your girl has good early pace. I'd assume you'll want to put her into play. Yeah, I think think we've got to. If you know, if we don't do that, I don't know where she'd sort of end up. So um, she has got the early pace, so we might um, sort of leave the gate and and weigh it up from there. But um, yeah, Brad. Brad Hewitt's horses are always really hard to beat. He's having a great run and does a great job of his horses. So it's sort of hard to be too confident to beat him lately with the run he's having, but um, we're definitely doing our best. If you did happen to find the front, would you want to hold the lead in this sort of race or is that, a, I guess, a decision-making process you have to make with Mark Fletcher? Yeah, probably a decision I'll make at the time. I'd, I'd, I'd hopefully get to the fence first and then, worry about it then but um yeah it probably depends what sort of pressure and what sort of work we do to find the rail if that happens all right that's race number six tomorrow modern miley looks a good chance and monte fiore's in, in great form this guy uh, i thought his effort last week considering he gave them a head start was still really good yeah he seems to be putting it all together and getting better and better he's uh he's racing at an angle definitely been more consistent the last couple of months and he seems to be finishing off quite well when he gets that right run. So um, it's a very even race there tomorrow, but he's not without a chance. All right, that's tomorrow race number seven, horse number nine. Well, everyone's looking forward to Saturday night. Uh, in terms of the Tab Eureka, it's going to be a great race, but there's also a really strong undercard. Are you, are you likely to pick up a drive or two when the fields come out later today? Uh, yeah, I was able to qualify a couple for the Blue Series. I got a, a promising two-year-old called Beat Monet in the in the two-year-old boys final, which I'm really looking forward to. And um, a couple of three-year-olds qualified against Better Be the Best, so it's a little bit hard to beat him. But um, also had to drive in the in the stockade if it gets a run. So um, yeah, really looking forward to that that night. It's been a night that um, you know everyone involved in harness racing has been looking forward to. So um, yeah going to be pretty excited to have a couple of drives as well. Yeah, no doubt about that. Really looking forward to not only the Eureka, but the undercard, which looks uh, very, very strong indeed. Best of luck today and tomorrow. We'll save travels to Newcastle. Here's hoping there's a few winners amongst them. Thanks, Brett. We're about to wrap up on the pace here on Sky Sports Radio on this Monday morning. But first, uh, we've previewed Newcastle today and also looked ahead to Menangle tomorrow. And another young guy who looks to have a few key chances on tomorrow afternoon's Menangle card is Bailey McDonough, only a relatively recent addition to the New South Wales driving ranks. But uh, he's certainly starting to pick up some good opportunities and having some support from particularly in the metropolitan area or a few trainers. So I thought it was a good time to have a chat with Bailey and also get his thoughts around those three drives on tomorrow's card. Thanks for your time, Bailey. How are you? Very good. How are you? Yeah, well, thank you. How long have you you've been in New South Wales now? It seems to be a few months and things are starting to, to tick over nicely. Yeah, um, just uh, just over two months now being up here, and uh, yeah, things are picking up pretty good. Uh, they actually started out um, quite good, and I ended up copying the suspension, but um, I thought it would take a bit longer than this, but I'm, I'm happy with the, uh, the way things are going at the moment. You're working closely with the Cobbity Equine team, Luke and Belinda McCarthy, so you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah, they've been terrific. Now They've been uh, giving me good opportunities uh, from the get-go, and they were happy enough while... 
um, Luke and Jack are away to sort of put me on the team and 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 see what I could do. Unfortunately, I couldn't <laughs> couldn't do much. Um, but yeah, sort of picking up a few nicer drives now that the bit of horsepower is back. And um, yeah, hopefully hopefully it all works out pretty well. How are you finding Sydney? It's not an easy, uh, I guess, driving colony to break into, and Menangle's a very different track to to most. Uh, how are you finding, firstly, driving at Menangle, and I guess the fact that there's a lot of young guys being successful. It's a, it's no doubt a good place to be to to want to better your, your driving abilities and your results. Yeah, I've had my eye on Menangle um, and Sydney as a whole for for a, a, quite a while now, and. Um, yeah, I didn't think I'd be getting up here as soon as I was, but um, I, I am really enjoying it. I like it. Obviously, I haven't had the success I wanted yet, but um, still starting out, so plenty of time for that. But yeah, I, yeah, like um, it's it's very competitive up here, and, and obviously everybody's uh, got their drivers already, so sort of breaking into it's been hard. But um, where I have got an opportunity, uh, you know, with uh, Joe and Mary, they've been super already, giving me a few drives, and um, that looks to sort of continue the. You know, they've got me on a few this week at trials and, and a few tomorrow at Menangle. So um, hopefully I can sort of keep building on that and then go from there. Let's discuss a few of those drives tomorrow. Joe and Mary Rando have been uh, really solid supporters of your driving since you arrived. You are able to repay them with the win last week. But first, uh, in the second event on tomorrow's card, you're aboard Lady in the Sky. She's a, a talented mare and... She's probably been her own worst enemy on occasions. Your first drive aboard her under race conditions tomorrow, but uh, if she's anywhere near the mark, this is probably the right sort of race for her to be competitive in. Yeah, for sure. She trialled really good during the week. Um, she just, I just let her roll off the gate and she relaxed in front and, and then zipped up a decent quarter and, and she felt really good doing it. So I uh, say so she's uh, improved from that trial and... Um, there doesn't look to be a whole lot of gate speed inside, so I assume we'll just run the gate early and see see where we're lobbed. But like you said, if she's at her best, um, she can give that field a pretty good shake tomorrow. That's race number two, a 2,300-metre mobile event. Race number three, Willis Wadwick is your drive here. Was that, I guess, breakthrough winner at Menangle for you a couple of weeks ago now or back on the 15th of August? This guy appears to be a horse that possesses good ability, but maybe uh, the mind hasn't caught up to the body yet. But that any horse that can win on debut at Menangle uh, is proof that they're probably going to go on to some bigger and better things. It sounds a bit like me. The mind hasn't caught up to the ability, but um, no, he was really good on debut. Um, his trials were, were solid enough, um, but we sort of weren't expecting that. But uh, we were wrapped with how he's how he's done that, and Joe seemed Joe Mary seemed pretty happy with how he's come through it. So, um, you know, he's gone on and proved every trial by a couple of seconds. So uh, he'll be he'll be ready to go tomorrow. Um, he's not the safest early, but uh, you know, we'll just play it by ear and hopefully he can uh, come with his finishing run again like he did last start. It doesn't probably look a much harder race on paper, would you agree? No, no. I mean, like, you've still got uh, the same ones in it that, uh, you know, ran close in that last race, Explosive Bronski and, and a few of those others. Um, I think it's just more his mannerisms, you know. I don't I don't want to sort of be um, striding him off the gate if he's, if he's not ready for it. So as long as he doesn't get too far back, which I don't think he will from the draw, um, he's going to be right near him and, and, and probably see a similar result. Okay, that's race three tomorrow. Willis Wardwick, a big watch on him at his second career start. Watch me react goes around in race number five. Drawn gate number five. You look at a 
meter beaten margin last week and think what went wrong, but it wasn't necessarily that. It was just a 150 and nine mile rate that was produced. This guy might have even run a PB into second last time out. Yeah, he was super. I've driven him a few times and I sort of, I've only just got the hang of him now, but um, yeah, I was, I was wrapped with how he went last week and he still was sort of running through the line. He, he gets the uh, advantage of a better draw tomorrow um, than he has been. He's been drawn wide out front and it's sort of been hard for him to come from last, but he, uh, if he lobs close enough to him, he, he's a pretty good chance as well. There's a few in it that go, go quite good in that, but um, if he's not far away, he's going to be uh, very dangerous. All right, that's race five tomorrow, horse number five. Watch me react off the back of a second last week. So three steers tomorrow. You mentioned tonight at Penrith. You've got a couple at the trials, uh, particularly I see you listed on Bravo stride for Joe and Mary Randa, who's had the two starts for two wins. So he's obviously a horse with good ability. So we'll wait and watch how that progresses. But everyone's talking about the Tabureka on Saturday night, Badly, And I guess the fact that uh, you're now based in New South Wales. I'm sure that it's something that you're really looking forward to as well. It's going to be a, a super race. If you could take a, a steer on any horse, uh, who would it be? I guess you've got a, a few camps that you've got to keep happy here. You used to work alongside Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin, and your dad still is a, a really integral part of that. And we know Greg Sugars is a board captain ravishing, but unbiasedly as you can be, uh, who's your pick in the Tabureka at this stage? Oh, without a doubt, late to fame. Obviously, Lost Storm looks a bit of X factor um, as a three-year-old and that. But, uh, yeah, um, late to fame's hard to go off and I probably shouldn't pick two, but, you know, catch away is absolutely un- unreal and he's been great when he went to Menangle. So, but I'd have to stick with late to fame. He just looks, you know, freakishly good and um, there's probably a few times where I still could have gotten him beat. But, yeah, he looks looks obviously something special for the future. Yeah, it's a pretty recurring factor. Everybody's in the camp of Leap to Fame, but it's still a horse race, so we'll wait and see how things progress after the barrier draw and then throughout the week as well. Appreciate your time this morning, Bailey. Best of luck tomorrow at Menangalan uh, for, I guess, the next few weeks and months going forward as well. He's hoping there's a few more winners and you can really, uh, I guess, put yourself in a position here in New South Wales to, to make a real goal, but we're looking forward to seeing how it all goes. Yeah, for sure. That'd be great. Thanks for having me. Bailey McDonough joining us this morning. Of course, he's a, a Group 1 winning Rainsman. He st- was able to steer Just Believe to a, a feature race victory earlier this year. We know what Just Believe's gone on to do, and he's starting to get some good opportunities here in New South Wales, and I'm sure it won't be too long until he's driving plenty more winners. That's on the pace for this Monday morning. Plenty more to come around New South Wales harness racing this week with the Tab Eureka on our minds. We'll have the barrier draw Wednesday morning at 930 and then here on Sky Sports Radio at 10.30 on Wednesday morning, we'll have the fallout from that. Look forward to speaking to you then. Newcastle is our part of racing today. You can catch that here on Sky Sports Radio as well.